It's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Good evening and welcome to the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Tonight we're talking about all sorts of random little things. Answering some short viewer questions, Q&As, and talking about other random stuff. Because we can. It's my podcast and I can't <laughs> can talk about whatever I want. Going to go ahead and give you a big old chicken in the pool on that. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about the chicken in the pool. Ch- not the, just chicken. Chicken in the pool. In the pool. It's a band name. It is a bad name. Did you know? Whoever's listening. The chickens float. I did not know. They do. However, unlike a duck, (laughs) a chicken cannot. uh, It doesn't have webs. Not motivate. It's. Locomote. Locomote. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. A chicken cannot locomote. It's like if you try and swim with your hands, like your fingers splayed open. Yeah. Not a lot happens. <laughs> but like, they look frantic. <laughs> well, this particular chicken did not look frantic. It was, she it was, was finally happy. She was very happy with herself. Shall we start with that? This, this is what happened to us. No. We're going to pick up on that. <laughs> it was a whole night. It was a whole night. Yeah, it wasn't just... Of foxes and wolves and chickens. It culminated in the name Chicken in the Pool. Okay. Let's talk about what we did this weekend. Starting with... For the first time in mm-hmm. years, I bought eggs. Yes. Not like from the grocery store. No. But still, Some from down the road. Friendly folks down the road. And when you buy eggs, mm-hmm. like they were free range. Mm-hmm. I saw the chickens outside, but those yolks were so pale and so, sad. Yeah. Leading up to this, our chickens' eggs were, you know, kind of not sad looking grocery store, but they weren't orange. Yeah. And. More recently, throughout the summer, we started letting, once our garden came to fruition, we started letting the chickens out, the hens, and the, quite suddenly, the yolks turned orange. Yeah. We we just had to keep them a little more penned up when the garden's full of babies, because they'll dig that stuff up. They dig everything out. Yeah. And we only let them out after lunch. Yeah. Because like we, we don't like forest eggs. I don't like stumbling upon <gasps> that dirty, dirty nest, nest of full of fifty eggs, fifty <laughs> eggs covered in poop, and nobody wants to find oh. So we let them out after lunch, and then yeah. they naturally go back. Also, I lost my train. So anyway, oh, oh, our chickens don't dig up as much as they might normally because we yeah. use landscape fabric. That's right. But still, they still the dig. We yeah. transplanted some strawberry runners and mm-hmm. the chickens are still digging them up yeah. just they I think because like they're bored yeah they're stupid yeah anyway so we went to buy these eggs and we pulled into the yard it was a nice blue collar yard yeah and the chickens were walking around there was this gorgeous Beautiful, morbidly morbidly obese pig <laughs> who came grunting up with so much fat over her she eyes she so couldn't excited. see she was so excited she just we to see people as though she was starving yeah and it was that kind of yard. You know, mm-hmm. you get the feel. Chickens walking around, like freshly cut grass. Homestead. Yeah, really cute. And so we bought some eggs. Mm-hmm. $4 a dozen, which is criminal. They that should be $12 a dozen. Like, that doesn't even cover your feet. I'm not costs. going to pay them $12 a dozen, <laughs> which so is I'm happy for maybe more. that's how the whole thing works. Yeah. But 
we got the eggs home, they looked like our eggs, uh -huh. and we cracked them open and they were shockingly pale yellow. They were yellow. so pale. I don't use them, but you know. We buy from the same feed store, <laughs> most know. likely. Anyways, that was our chicken egg story, but now yeah. we have to take a quick break to talk about our downloads in our store. Yeah. There are some great downloads in our store, and they are all extremely inexpensive, and a couple of them are even free. For yeah. example, while you're downloading something useful, you could also get a free copy of the Morse code printable, which is really fun, or you could get a free copy of, I don't know, there's something else on there that's free right now too, so <laughs> check it out, awkwardpetvalley.com. Go to the store, look at the printables, print yourself some stuff, mm -hmm. get yourself all organized. Yeah. So we bought eggs. We're a little short on hens because we have a hawk, eagle, fox, wolf, raccoon problem right now. <laughs> but <laughs> if, you just, if we fly in some tigers and bears, oh my. Yeah. So we're a little short on hens. Mm -hmm. So we would right now have what, 11? And um, really, to keep us in eggs and have enough to save, like, to freeze for winter, we need 20. 20, yeah. For our family, yeah. We're just, I'm being lazy at this point, and I know I shouldn't. We're just, we're trying to do so many other things right now. Yeah. And I don't want chicks. No. I would get point of lay, like, 18 to 20 week yeah. old hens, which are hard to come by this time of year. Mm -hmm. And, meh, we'll just do it in the spring at this point. Yeah. Fortunately, we have a place down the road. Yeah. Like... There's a bunch of places we all could, around. There are, and... We'll probably just fill our freezer up, but for now, we're going to check out all the ones within driving distance mm -hmm. and pick the ones that don't have sad-looking eggs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even for scrambled eggs, eggs are eggs. Mm -hmm. There's a little more energy in yeah. the eggs that are deep orange, yeah. but... Sometimes it's just the time of year or yeah. whatever, but I know that I live you know less than two miles away from that farm our chickens should be eating the same thing yeah and they're not the egg should saturday is also our deal with all the milk day i think we're getting it down to a science now we ended up with one big wheel of cheddar yeah it was it was really impressive two big tupperware containers of mm -hmm. cream cheese like probably two or three pounds of cream cheese mm -hmm. uh, the cheddar was probably two or three pounds as well it was big yeah yeah uh some ricotta mm-hmm uh, four and a half liters of Greek yogurt, mm -hmm. butter, of course, yeah, the and butter. the buttermilk from the butter. Butter's amazing. Yeah, the butter, it's not like a pound of butter. I didn't use all the cream it's for butter. It's a healthy half pound. Yeah, so I, I used about half the cream from those seven Yeah, not quite half. Because I wanted to save a bunch for like coffee and coffee stuff. Coffee and stuff. We got cream. Uh, mm -hmm. I got two 500 ml things of cream. Mm -hmm. I froze half of it. Yep. And a big one gallon thing of milk, mm -hmm. which I, it's only partially skimmed. I'll probably skim it again tomorrow. Use that for coffee or turn that into butter. Mm -hmm. And then that's milk for the week. And if we don't eat it by Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll turn that into ice cream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there, there was something in the taste of that milk. It tasted like um, milk. <laughs> Do you remember back in the 80s when milk tasted like milk and you'd go to the fridge and just like drink the milk from the fridge because it actually tasted I remember good. I have a very clear memory as a teenager. So of this just is drinking drinking. No, no. Yeah, we we're just talking late 90s. Mm -hmm. I remember being starved for protein because it was just sports sports sports. Mm -hmm. 
It's constant sports. Sports, 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 sports are fun. Just the most pointless gar- goddamn garbage <laughs> in the world. Anyway, I remember going to the fridge and drinking skim milk. Yeah. Because, of course, this is the era of Weight Watchers. Right. So there's so no fat. No skin. fat. No. Rice cakes. And, and I remember milk. drinking, and then something dawned upon me. Uh, it, was, it wasn't like a conscious thought, but it was like a subconscious click where I realized what I was drinking was clearly not good for me. It was like, right. and of course I was a teenager, so I didn't put any thought into yeah, it. You don't, like, you don't, I don't like that. You don't, de- yeah, but I, the memory still sits in me as mm. something is very, very bad for me. I remember always being disappointed when you see that blue milk in the fridge <sighs> and it, and you're like, I don't even want this on my mini wings. You know, even when you <laughs> see the red cap, yeah, you're like, oh, this is gonna make me have a tummy ache. Yeah, like everything the dairy industry has done yeah. has just been horrible. So find yourself some milk. I'm not gonna tell you where because. But shh. you know, <laughs> that smell and that taste of milk yeah. when you taste it and you smell it, it tastes like the smile on a newborn baby's <laughs> face. It does. <laughs> No, it does. You, you, that feeling when you yeah. when, like. Anyway, it's it amazing. We're on, the, on the flip side, it goes bad really fast. So yeah, you, you have to do something. You, you with need it. to know how to deal with it immediately. And you have to have a plan for what you're going to do with it. Yeah. So we started off. We had two gallons last week. Cause that's all we could get. This mm-hmm. week we got seven. Next week we'll get ten. We'll put it on Instagram and show you exactly what we do next yeah. Friday. Yep. Now that we've got it kind of figured out. Mm-hmm. Moving on, uh, let's talk about how to preserve carrots without electricity, without canning. Like you, can, you can can carrots, you can pickle carrots, or you can just can carrots if yeah. you have a pressure canner, yeah. or if you have a water bath canner and you're like me and you don't care. But number one, mm-hmm. this all depends on where you are, right? So when you go to YouTube or Instagram or whatever, Everyone will tell you with extreme confidence the exact way that you too can preserve <laughs> carrots and have them fresh all year long. Mm-hmm. And this is only based upon their very limited experience of where they live, their humidity, their climate, how cold it gets. But if you've never really moved anywhere or gone a long distance in your life, you don't realize that other places are different, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Or you just like to be on YouTube. And you, you don't realize that other places happen to be North Dakota. Also that. Or Winnipeg. So <laughs> Winnipeg? Are we trying to church up Winnipeg? Spells dirt, son. <laughs> don't try and church it up. It's deer tay. <laughs> or dirt, deer tay. It's deer tay. So the middle of North America as a continent <laughs> is a piece of garbage. <laughs> if you live there... We're sorry. Move. That's it. <laughs> it's just, just move. It's so hard to survive. No, it's a piece of garbage. I don't know what happened if it was an asteroid hit. I don't know. That pushed the Rocky Mountains I one way and the Appalachians <laughs> the other way. I think it's just it's so far from the ocean that they don't have anything to moderate the weather. And Possibly. so that makes everything else extreme too. Anyway. The I first thing you'll see in YouTube mm-hmm. is just leave them in the ground. You'll usually get this from people who live in, like, California or, like, South Carolina. Who spray incessantly. Also, 
it doesn't freeze there like yeah. it freezes but not like it freezes here if i left my carrots in the ground past like halloween even I now would never be getting those no, carrots out. no even now we walked out in the garden today and the carrots I would they say need to come out. they need to come out. You if can you, you can see their there, leaves are drooping. They're gonna get eaten by worms they are. and weird yeah. root knot nematodes and mm -hmm. all sorts of weird stuff is gonna get them if you leave them in the yep. dirt. Also, you can't leave them in the dirt all winter if your dirt freezes mm -hmm. below. But so everyone's like, just put some straw over them. Are you kidding me? Have straw has the worst. <laughs> we have potato beetles because we put straw yeah. in our garden. Yeah, it's so bad. Feel it out. If your nose tells you, if your brain or your whatever tells you, yeah, those carrots probably need to come out. Rip those Just carrots out. out. You know, I struggled with that our first few years of gardening. We both because did. Because you're trying to make a garden that looks really pretty, and then you're listening to you're, you're like reading all this advice people online. People who don't garden for food, they garden for content. Yes. And so their garden always looks really pretty. But by the time that cabbage looks really nice, you should have already had it in your kitchen for a yep. week. Because if you leave it out even a mm -hmm. day longer, it is full of caterpillars or something yep. else weird. So let's say you live somewhere where it actually freezes like a lot in the ground. You're mm -hmm. not leaving it in the ground. That was option one. Option two, which a lot of people will tell you, this only works in certain climates. It does not work where we live. <laughs> Snap off the greens and layer it in bins with damp shavings or sand or dirt or peat moss. You'll see all sorts of variations right. on this. Yeah. We've tried this two years in a row. Doesn't doesn't work. Not if you live anywhere humid. They just rot. We have but an average of 80% humidity year round. Because we live by the ocean. Yeah. But if you live in the prairies or somewhere where it's very low humidity, somewhere where they sell humidifiers at Canadian Tire, <laughs> then maybe that'll work for you. Yeah. It does not work for us. Option three, in humid climates with a hard freeze, we do, we can them, Yeah. we pickle them, mm -hmm. we freeze them. Well, what we've learned this year, which is really important, is the the fermentation lacto fermenting lacto instead of fermenting. using vinegar yeah immediately you can feel the benefits yeah it's, like it's good for you it is good for you and really lacto fermentation starts with salt it's just well salt that's and really water. the whole thing salt and berkey water you have to keep things extremely clean mm -hmm. obviously like any canning process and we are lacto fermenting everything this year yeah it's everything been can. huge hit Beans, cucumbers, mm -hmm. carrots. Carrots. Our beets kind of flop, but I would have done beets. Yeah, we can't grow beets here. Yeah. It's really weird. And then, of weird. course, we'll do sauerkraut, which is basically a different kind of lacto-fermenting. And once you've caught that right bug, yeah, and you've got a good batch that works really well mm -hmm. in that one five-gallon bucket, yep. you just transfer a little bit of that brine to your next bucket, and then you don't catch any weird mold. You just catch the good stuff. Yeah, and, and this it's is just a... just like sourdough. But this is a, a good time to point out that this works here in our climate and it might not it might not work places. in other climates can we take a quick break yes so from now until august 29th thrive life freeze-dried food has their back to school sale on it's up to 50 percent off retail plus if you use our link which is in our friends and affiliates page you get another 15 percent off only if it's your first order the really good deal on this one is the instant milk 
It's so much better than regular powdered milk and it's 50% off. They also have some cool stuff like applesauce, you know, uh, blackberries, strawberries, shrimp, instant brown rice, the butternut squash, cranberries, cheddar cheese, the mashed potatoes, and those big can organizer systems where the cans roll up to you. Those are epic. Jeez, I can't even imagine the multi-generational <laughs> thing. But if you look at this, a lot of these things are going out of stock. Like the beef's out of stock, oh, the yeah. out of stock. Yeah. So if you want to get in on it, it says it goes until uh, Monday, August 29th. So you got two days left, but a lot of the stuff is already going out hmm. of stock. So use the code on our friends and affiliates page. So that's offgridprepfamily.com. Go to the friends tab. Click on that, 15% off, plus the 50 that's on that site. That's a really good way to stock up. Mm-hmm. Back to school sale. It's a little hard to find. Just click on the back to school sale. Yeah. What were we talking about? Carrots? Oh, lacto-fermenting. Mm-hmm. So we like to lacto-ferment now, and it saves on the gross industrial acetic acid vinegar stuff and well, it's cheap and it's good for you yeah i mean we'll tell you tell you our whole process yeah so we lacto fermented which is two and a half uh, what's the ratio oh, of salt okay so for every gallon of water mm. or volume gallon mm -hmm. of volume you need a half a cup of salt and it has to be like just salt like pickling salt or we use kosher salt not like table salt with antique taking and stuff in yeah. it that doesn't work no. so for a five gallon pail mm -hmm. i just put two and a half cups of salt in the bottom i add about halfway with berkey water and then i just start filling it up with whatever for the cucumbers i cut off the blossom end whatever being the vegetables yeah yeah right you i just wanted cucumber. to clarify <laughs> we just we just pickle shoes. we just throw beef in there just shoes <laughs> <laughs> vegetables nice. and if i don't quite have enough to fill a five gallon pail i'll mix the vegetables like we did beans and cucumbers together it was totally fine yep and then i put dill garlic if i have it mm -hmm. whatever you want to like kind of flavor it then i put a bunch of grape leaves on top mm -hmm. this keeps your pickles crunchy crispy if you don't have grape leaves you could use oak leaves yep i just have a lot a lot of grape leaves so that's what i use a lot of grape a quick side note to grape leaves mm -hmm. and growing grapes we have essentially three little mini vineyards mm -hmm. one is the vines growing around our house mm -hmm. which they get a lot of water just yeah dropping off, off of the, the roof, roof and stuff yeah and we planted beans around them so they get a lot of water mm -hmm. the second vineyard is at the cottage mm -hmm. where this is our oldest vines yeah i think they're four or five years old now. yeah and they they get more attention mm -hmm. and the third vineyard is our largest vineyard mm -hmm. which gets zero attention <laughs> they ha outside we haven't of even trellised them yet we we weed the rows no it's their third year and we haven't trellised them i feel so bad but we've been busy you know yeah, yes so that's so the vines can they can wait till they can year. wait however the ratio of grapes mm. to leaves mm -hmm. is highest in the most neglected vineyard. Yeah, it's like it one really of those is. random tomato plants that springs up in your garden. Yeah. And it ends up being like so prolific. It's ridiculous. And the leaves don't even look healthy. By the way, if you have grapes right now, mm -hmm. what we do to save the grapes from bugs and birds and squirrels, yep. we put them in paper bags Little and staple the tops. We do. 
And so you just get like a pack of a thousand or mm -hmm. two thousand or however many thousand you need. Grapes don't need direct sunlight, and I've been checking. We've on netted. Them. We've done all the bird things. Yeah, it's never worked for us. No, because so the birds get it. The raccoons get them. Yeah, the second they're almost ripe, mm -hmm. all the animals take them. Which they is just swoop so in. So frustrating. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. And we've tried all the bird things, but there's so many like orchards and vineyards mm -hmm. and things around us that they just the birds are super aggressive so we have a lot of grape leaves we have a lot of grape leaves and, and so we, you put that on as sort of like a yep. lid mm -hmm. and then on top of that i put on like a dinner plate mm -hmm. and then on top of the dinner plate i put some nice clean scrubbed rocks yep. to weigh the dinner plate down so mm -hmm. this is so that everything the cucumbers the beans the grape leaves and the rocks mm -hmm. are all under water Ooh, a classic dinner plate like a what's pillivit or what's the what are our dinner plate it's yeah bath, bath and beyond like, yeah just but like a standard actually bone china is the whatever, same size as a five gallon pail as a five gallon pail from home depot yeah or your local hardware you lowe's or whatever kent white <laughs> yeah <laughs> well no i mean the people aren't white we're talking yeah. about the pails well the people are white too damn it's dude <laughs> I don't see color. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, after, the dinner plate yeah. happens to exactly match. So with find something in your kitchen that exactly matches whatever container. Yeah, it's really weird. And then you sink it down with some rocks or mm -hmm. a brick or something until everything is below the water level. Top it up with more Berkey water if you need to. Ooh. Put the lid on loose because it's going to bubble water. It's like, it's going to bubble air yeah. out, right? Semi-loose. Like, yeah. you want to make sure it's, it's you firmly don't in place. You there, but yeah. it can't be tight. Yeah. And then we check it every few days, depending on the heat. It might take a week. Mm -hmm. It might take two. And you just keep tasting them. And when they're, like, not salty, but, like, a little tangy. You, you have to check. Okay. So, we learned this the hard way. Yeah. You have to check them, like, every three days. It happens the fast. Most, yeah. In our case, it was really way too hot. It was way too hot. But honestly, in in retrospect, yeah, cucumber season is hot. Yeah. So when you're fermenting cucumbers, you're always gonna have this problem. Yeah. But this is just what we learned with lacto fermenting. So in our climate, in Atlantic Canada, it's very humid, very hot in the summer. But the summer ends fast. But we had this little window. At one point, we had four five-gallon pails mm -hmm. of cucumbers. Full! Like, mostly full. We had a glut of cucumbers. We had to throw two pails, two yeah. five-gallon pails, pails to, the to the chickens. Because the cucumbers had an extra day or two that they shouldn't have been in there. Yeah. And they became completely hollow. They didn't rot. No, they just hollowed out. Now, the weird part is you start this process simply with cucumbers, salt, and water. Mm -hmm. So, initially, it's very salty. Mm -hmm. And then it does something else. And then the cucumbers get like yeah sour like a, a pickle. Sourly, but then not like a vinegary pickle, but like a ooh that's tangy like a yogurt. Yeah, yeah, it's Sourness. fermented. It's definitely yeah. not like acetic acid no. industrial. Anyway, it's like the ones that are on the bar. Yeah, like a nice. However, yeah, if you go even a day or two, mm -hmm. too much. That's T O O too much a day or two too yeah uh -huh. they get salty again they get salty again. that weirded me out it's super weird and so that's like, how oh, you okay, know I missed it. Yeah. but where did the where did the salt come from <laughs> nick where did the salt come from 
Nobody's seen that movie. It's Envy with Jack Black. I'm not a huge Jack Black fan. But he's not very Jack Black in that he movie. He is very not Jack yeah, Black in that right. movie. Anyways. That's our lack so of that's our thing. thing. It's and salty, so then, and then it's not salty. When and they're then, ready. Yes. This is just what we did. Yep. I'm not telling you this is safe. No. Don't take my advice, but this is what I did. Feel it out. Yeah. We put them in one liter jars because we have a big yep. family, so we try to can everything in one liter jars. And then we were extra cautious, so we put a little bit of vinegar in just them. Just a little. Mm-hmm. And then Berkey water. Yep. A little extra dill. Mm-hmm. And then we steam can them for 15 minutes. Yeah, and steam canning, we've done a lot of canning, yeah. and you can just we've tell oven, when it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Steam canning felt right. They got bubbly. Yeah. It didn't take a lot of water. It didn't they do that. didn't get mushy. M- that weird siphoning the thing. siphoning thing. Oh, nothing worse else. than when you're canning jam, and then you pull the lid off and happily, like and then it's just like red liquid everywhere. You're like, like, uh... Oh, gross. What just happened to so my water? all that water is in your jam. Anyways, that's what we did. Thanks, Ball Canning, for being a bunch of idiots. Well, I think they're really sure that we're all just trying to constantly poison ourselves. And they don't want to be sued Do you think if something? you're selling cans, you'd like be interested well, in how people use canning. your product? Anyways, lacto-fermenting. Yeah, it's. I'm really and impressed. I'm very impressed. So that was most of our Saturday. Was all the cheese making. That's what we did all day. And the lacto fermenting. It three thirty in the afternoon. We started at eight a.m. Yeah, and at three. And it was three thirty. We were like, hey, we've been canning all day. Mm-hmm. And we try not to can in summer because it's free for us when we can in the winter because yep. the wood stove's going anyways mm-hmm. we really try not to can but the one thing that you really do have to can in the summer is pickles because they're not going to wait no they don't wait would you like to tell me about the chicken in the pool <laughs> can we wrap up did can, we open with that we yeah, did right never, yeah so the other night <laughs> no you lead because okay. you were the one who woke up with the okay. chicken in the pool so no, it was pre. Start before the chicken in the pool. It's what a great story. Before the chicken in the pool. The chicken was getting attacked. Oh well, yeah, okay. But so like by something huge. By something big. And so okay. we have. We live on an island. We live on an island, but there more are no large predators. No. Beyond like there are wolves. There's a panther. There's a panther. In in the ravine. I'm pretty like sure. I'm pretty sure there's an actual dragon. I'm pretty sure. That lives in the trees dragon. in yeah. the valley behind because us. Because. Yeah. No, uh, we don't need to go into that. But it was like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Super black. No. Memory. So we have, yeah, we have this crunchy gravel that we yeah. bought to this year. And it's all around the house and, and it's in the courtyard. If you step on it, it makes a very distinct very sound. distinct like wake you up in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the night sound. And so it's hot, and so we're sleeping with just like the patio door yep. in our bedroom just the screen yeah. right mm-hmm. because we live in the middle of nowhere who's gonna lock their doors we're surrounded night? by trees yeah doesn't matter and in the middle of the night and it's pitch black outside and i hear this like crunch 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 and then i hear the chicken going <laughs> like yeah you know, the when, chicken when you know being when chickens are freaking yeah. out yeah and our chickens are locked up but there's this one really ornery chicken who never <laughs> goes in and so there's always one swim chicken there's always one really ornery hen well she's the one and she paid for it yeah and it was so loud and i couldn't see anything 
And of course, I was not prepared. I did not have my headlamp. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know where my phone was. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got a newborn baby in the bed and you're just like not on top of things. And so by the time you flicked on the courtyard lights and everything, mm -hmm. there was nothing to see. Nothing. It was gone. And so I you was went out, out there. From that door, I went out from the bedroom door. We wandered around. It was a pretty night. Yeah. Looked at the stars. There was nothing to see. And so you go back in <laughs> to the, through the kitchen. I go back in through the bedroom and you flick off the courtyard lights. Yeah, we attempt to go back to bed. The second that those lights are off. Uh -huh. All that's between me and the courtyard is this flimsy patio door, and I can hear this use sploosh, 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 <laughs> like like a bear is trying to and come you out said, of the pool or something. Honey, there's there's a there's monster in the pool. <laughs> Something's in the pool. It's big, <laughs> and I couldn't see anything, and no. I, I was completely powerless. And I'm halfway through the house, and so he has to. It's it's a big house, and so he has to run like a long way. Yeah to turn the courtyard lights back on and so we can finally get some on and we go back outside and it's and then again now with the exuberance of the story i want to paint the picture appropriately we're running and there's noise and everything's happening and then suddenly it's silent yeah which we, is so creepy we walk no outside crickets, nothing no cicadas we walk outside and there's this chicken just floating She's not doing not anything. Not dead. She's not dead. Floating She's like very much alive. She's floating like a duck. <laughs> and under, underneath her, you can see her legs, like, <laughs> just rapidly Not whirling. so much rapidly, just like... She's like... She's trying, yeah, but she knows she, she can't, can't get, get anywhere. anywhere. So... <laughs> we grabbed the big salmon net. So the difference between a chicken and a duck, of course, there are many differences. They don't have webbed feet. But the also, chicken, chickens don't have penises. Oh, right. Well, that's but a different podcast. Feet, but that's a different episode. But wow, this chicken yeah. was like a quadriplegic yeah, it was in the water. It was useless in the water. She was surprisingly calm because she had, she had, had the... Wherewithal? To wherewithal! She came in the middle of the night. First of all, usually when hens are asleep, you could just pick them off. It's amazing that she woke up. It was amazing. Whatever was attacking her. Yeah. Attacked so her. first of all, she came to our bedroom. And this she is... came to our there bedroom are door. There are hundreds and hundreds of me feet, not meters, feet between our house, yeah. or our bedroom, I should say, the and the chicken coop. over. No, right. you can't hear them. We we don't let chickens in the courtyard in no. the pool with the kids. Like we've that's we've gone to great lengths to yeah. prevent that. But she knew where to come. Find she us. knew where to come find us, and that's where and the, the initial attack the whatever happened. Whatever. Yeah. Chased her there, and then she was smart enough to know that whatever was chasing her wouldn't follow her into the pool. And so she just like hung and just out in the pool. The the comedy of her. I'm so happy for her. Calmly floating, <sighs> aimlessly. Yeah, in that like, pool, <laughs> somebody will get, somebody will pay this bill. Yeah, but somebody's then, gonna do this. You know how creepy the woods are at night, especially oh, when you yeah. know something big is in them. Yeah. So you have to scoop this chicken out with mm -hmm. the big salmon. Yeah, and then we gotta put net. the chicken back in the barn because this is the one hen who has been out for weeks. And so we finally got her. So we finally got her. And so we then we got the, the we put the headlamp on, and then of course with the headlamp comes the big bugs that attack the headlamp. Also, it's worse because you can only see one area really, mm -hmm. really well, and so you're like, whatever is in the woods yeah. could be like reaching out at me at any moment. You never know, and we've really had a lot of success with 
using the major moms yeah. like the the bug killer when you're the only what? light for miles oh everything everything <laughs> pecks your head and it's not birds <laughs> it's disgusting so yeah we that got the chicken, chicken in just the way she was floating in there is having a bit of a chlorine shock yeah weekend yeah that's disgusting it is really gross i don't want to drain our pool it's almost september but it's almost the end of pool season in it for at least a couple more days it needs to recover but that was hilarious it was a lot of fun and now i want to know what was after that chicken that's all i got for you today Mm -hmm. chicken in the pool carrots chickens and Mm -hmm. cucumbers lacto fermenting more specifically yeah really impressed with that process yeah it's fun it's it's really great the taste is amazing Mm -hmm. and if you had an enormous amount of fridge space like mm-hmm. you don't live off grid you can at that point put them just in your fridge instead of like steam canning them or pressure canning them we've got a bunch of lacto fermented beans in our bar fridge right now mm-hmm. but i'll probably just can them eventually yeah have a saturday people yeah have, have a great a night one. we had a really heavy night last night with the yeah. uh, I had a little audio we're, trouble. We're, I hope it doesn't bother you. Yeah, we were really steamed up about a very important issue, but uh, tonight's not tonight. So all is well. Yeah, the chi- <laughs> was the chicken in the pool before that. It was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It's like a precursor. <laughs> okay, go get your free downloads. Share this episode with a friend if you can. Yeah. We really appreciate it, and have a great Sunday. Yeah. Bye.